0: Look at my feed. What do you see? The Pope of Positivity. Happy Tuesday their neighborhood. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Been a while since we've done a pontificast, cast, but here we are. Raw 25 took place yesterday. Um, I have nothing to say about that show. Not that I didn't think it was good. It was, uh, but that's something that Doc Manson at Doc Manson and I will discuss this week on DDT wrestling. Um, I want to chat with you today, and I hope you are all well out there in the neighborhood. I want to chat with you today about the poor, poor cruiserweight division. And um, it's not new. Well, I suppose it was breaking news today, but it is likely not news when you hear this. Enzo Amore, uh, after being suspended yesterday, has been fired from World Wrestling Entertainment stemming from Uh, whatever's going on with him criminally. Um, It's a a shame. I've never been a huge Enzo Amore fan, but you can't deny he was talented. He was one of WWE's great talkers. Uh, That's not easy. It's easier, I think, to be a great wrestler than to be a great talker. Um, So obviously, this puts a big question mark over the cruiserweight division. And to be fair, there's been a question mark on the cruiserweight division for quite some time um the cruiserweight classic was great tjp being the first champion was curious but considering that saber and abushi were not going to sign it made sense um and then they started 205 live and i thought that was great and jack gallagher was fun and in 2017, you know, we had Neville. Neville was fantastic. But the the cruiserweight division has, has really not kicked off. And so, of course, here I am with essentially this is by the book. But I can't find the by the book intro. I only have the Pontificast intro. And I like the Pontificast intro. So that's what I went with. But this is a by the book episode here. Um, because I'd like to save the cruiserweights. I haven't been a cruiserweight in... Oh, Since like freshman year of high school. But um, I'd like to save the cruiserweights. And, I you know, there are definitely things that WWE can do to prioritize the cruiserweights, to make it meaningful. Um, What I'm going to suggest, and if you follow me on Twitter, and I don't know how you would listen to this if you don't follow me on Twitter, uh, you know what I'm about to suggest, and it's crazy. It's wackadoo crazy. But I tend to go for the wackadoo crazy things. I'm the guy who thinks Bo Dallas could be your champion. Um, I'm going to propose a couple of different things, and I'll get to my big thing. Just in case you really don't know what I'm talking about, I'm going to suggest that WWE abandons the Cruiserweight title and introduces a junior heavyweight division in the same way uh, that New Japan has it. They could change the name if they want. They could call it a middleweight title if they wanted. They could go a UFC-style route. Um, But I'm suggesting a weight class, splitting it up, and I have many reasons why I think that's a good idea. There are many potential pitfalls, which hopefully I will address as this show continues. But let's, let's go... Let's leave that for now. We'll come back to it. What else could WWE do? Because the Royal Rumble is in days. And they've got 205 Live tonight, so they're probably going to pull something out. But what could WWE do? This is going to suppose that WWE had a little bit more time, because they've got to scramble right now. So what could WWE do to fix the Cruiserweights? Option one, they could get rid of it altogether. They could call it, uh, you know, a nice idea, uh, potentially a failed experiment, and they just get rid of it. And they take the guys on their roster, your Noam Dars and your Akira Tozawas and your Jack Gallagher's and all of those guys, and you divvy them up amongst NXT, SmackDown Live, Raw, um, the UK championship that doesn't exist whatever excuse me let me drink some water don't you love it when podcasts say that I, t- I try to be transparent um, you split them up and you say you know it didn't work there are plenty of guys on that roster who could do good lucha things elsewhere you know you could see Kalisto has vied for mid card titles before in fact he's a former United States champion so you know people would bounce back So that's option one. Obviously, I don't like that option, but it's entirely possible. Uh, Another option would be you take the roster that you have, which is quite deep, uh, of current members of the 205 Live roster. And this is probably what's going to happen. Either there'll be some sort of multi-man match uh, tonight on 205 Live. The winner faces Cedric. Or you have a multi-man match at the Royal Rumble, Cedric versus Mustafa Ali versus Drew Gulak versus whomever, TJP, Brian Kendrick, whomever, Um, that person becomes the cruiserweight champion and you try to continue, but... It feels like the cruiserweight division has just received body blow after body blow after body blow. Aries left. Neville's doing whatever Neville's doing. Rich Swan is in limbo. Though maybe not as much now, because the heat's not on him anymore. Enzo's now gone. How do you rebound from that? I, I don't know that you can. You know, people weren't watching 205 Live anyways. Now, in 2017, if you asked most casual fans... What's the best part of the cruiserweight division? They were probably saying Devil or Enzo, and now they're potentially gone. Can Drew Gulak save it? No, and I like Drew Gulak. So, again, most likely option, not the one I would do. One option I would consider, and I did some statistics. I've got my notebook here with my statistics uh, on it. One option I would suggest before bringing up this whole junior heavyweight title. Here's one option. Use the people on your roster who are already at 205 pounds or less. Doesn't require you to change the division. Could keep the, the show the same. Because while looking at this, I was surprised at the names on my list. There are 33, my friends, 33 wrestlers currently signed to the WWE roster. That are 205 or less. I'm not going to read the names of the cruiserweights. You already know them. But here are some names that aren't cruiserweights. He pauses for dramatic effect. Xavier Woods is listed at 205 pounds. I don't know what the New Day is currently doing. As far as I can tell, nothing besides being entertaining. Why not send Xavier Woods to the Cruiserweight division? Big E and Kofi could follow them. They're on SmackDown anyways. That show's taped then. Why not? Sin Cara. Again, not going to set the world on fire with that name, but he weighs 205 pounds or less, according to WWE.com. Why is he not part of the Cruiserweights? The Singh Brothers. I'll get to the... You can tell that I'm going to be pushing for a junior heavyweight tag team division. Uh, but the Singh brothers are 205 pounds or less. Chad Gable is 205 pounds. Now, he could be a SmackDown tag team champion by the end of the Royal Rumble. But he could also contend for the Cruiserweight title. If Cedric Alexander was set to face a mystery opponent and Chad Gable came out... I believe the phrase is, shut up and take my money. Um, the last name on this part of the list, there's a whole bunch of NXT names, which I'll get to in a minute. But the last name on this list, uh, this is where I'll lose some people. You might give me Xavier Woods. You'll send me Sin You probably forgot Sin wasn't on the 205 Live roster. You'll send me the Sings, because it'll mean probably Jinder's on TV less. But this is the name you'll resist. But his name is Finn Balor, and I understand he's doing lovely things with the Balor Club, and there was a wonderful moment with him and Triple H and all of that, and you'd rather see him contend for the Universal or World Heavyweight or even the Intercontinental title. But 205 Live needs mainstream names to bring people to that show. That is what Finn Balor is. He will bring you to that show if you're not currently watching. And again, it might make more sense in a junior heavyweight sense when I get there. But why not? Even if it's short term. Even if it's short term. Just for Sunday. Cedric Alexander versus Finn Balor. And, you know, maybe it ends weirdly... Maybe the Balor Club comes out and attacks, and Finn Balor says he didn't want the Cruiserweight title anyways. He has his eyes set on bigger things. But Sunday, now we have a main event-style matchup, Cedric Alexander versus Finn Balor. Cedric winds up winning the title. Probably looks like a million bucks in doing so. Just a thought. Uh, I mentioned some NXT names. Here are some NXT people who fall under the 205-pound mark who could be... Part of 205 Live in the future. You've got your guys from the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, Was Oni Larkin part of the Cruiserweight Classic? I can't remember. But you've got Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. You've got Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. The Undisputed Era, or two thirds of the Undisputed Era, are at 205 pounds. You've got Danny Burch and Oni Larkin. You've got Hideo Atami. You've got Roderick Strong. You've got Ricochet. You've got Tyler Bate. You have the United Kingdom champion, Pete Dunne. You also have Leo Rush, but let's not talk about him. These are some big names. And I don't know what's going on with the United Kingdom championship. Maybe there's a plan. Maybe it's just for show in the U.K., But if you were to tell me that I could watch 205 Live and see Gargano and O'Reilly and Strong and Tyler Bate and Tommaso Ciampa when he returns and Pete Dunne, that changes the face of that show. That show is no longer a show about people that we kind of know. That's big names on that show. And this is the whole point. This is why I want a junior heavyweight division, because 205 Live, as currently constituted, is always going to be a niche market. It's never going to be a big deal. It's never going to be a big deal. It's something fun. Hey, look, sometimes the ropes turn purple and people fly around. Isn't that neat? And there's so much more that could happen here. So let's get to this idea. New Japan Pro Wrestling, for those of you in the neighborhood who don't follow New Japan, has a heavyweight division and a junior heavyweight division. And while, you know, I believe Liam Stryker has said that they're supposed to be equal, I don't know the last time the junior heavyweight title main evented a show. It's got to be before Okada. But again, prove me wrong. At The DC Matthews prove me wrong. But when did that happen? Liger? Maybe? Maybe the Liger era? Uh, Muda? I don't even know if Muda was a junior heavyweight champion. But, um, it's it's not as important, but it is still very important. You are going to see junior heavyweight title matches on big shows. Not on the pre-show. Not scrapped. Not shoved into a four-minute block when we have time to kill. Um... So that's what needs to happen. If WWE really wants this to work, they need to prioritize whether it's the cruiserweight division or if they make a junior heavyweight division. But they need to make a division that really matters, and they need to put this title up at big moments in big matches that have big fight feels. I don't know a cruiserweight match that's had that. Austin Aries versus Neville, which were great matches, but were on pre-shows and then didn't make the rest, you know, whatever Austin Aries was upset about, didn't make the DVD or what have you. Um, But that's got to change. And yes, you can even have a tag team division. You've got two shows plus NXT. I see no reason, and I've said some of this before, but I'm going to repeat myself because it's important. The universal title. If you're going to call it the universal title, shouldn't it be defended across the WWE universe? That is why you called it that, right? It's not the galactic championship. It's not the solar system title. It's a universal title. WWE has a universe. That champion, Brock Lesnar right now, should be able to appear on any WWE show at any time to wrestle Any person, if he wants to show up on SmackDown and challenge Luke Harper or Big E or Rusev or AJ again or any of that, if Mike Kanellis wants to come out, make his return, and challenge Brock Lesnar, that should be allowed to happen. Paul Heyman should be able to walk out to Full Sail University or Center Stage wherever they're doing their shows now and point at somebody and say Lars Sullivan you have my attention which means you have my guy's attention and in two weeks you are gonna wrestle Brock Lesnar Now, again, the UK is not doing shows, but how awesome would it be if Brock Lesnar showed up in the UK and was like, Wolfgang, how you doing? And again, I'm picking heavyweights because it's Brock Lesnar, but it could be anybody. Um, He should be able to wrestle cruiserweights. That's the whole purpose of a universal title, I feel. Is it what WWE feels? Probably not, but it should be. A universal champion should be able to go anywhere, which is why other belts are there to make up for it if he disappears for four to six weeks. You have two shows, plus NXT. There's no reason why you couldn't have a heavyweight champion and a junior heavyweight champion as the champions of the brand. Am I suggesting that one of these brands becomes solely junior heavyweights? No, but I just listed 33 names. And if I told you that you could watch a two-hour show every week that featured Chad Gable, Finn Balor, Kalisto, Cedric Alexander, Neville, Xavier Woods, uh, Red Dragon, Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, Hideo Itami, Roderick Strong, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. If I said that was a show, that's the show most people would watch. And that's only at 205 pounds. Because the New Japan Junior Heavyweight title... Um, I believe doesn't have a specified weight limit, and somebody who's more versed in Japanese wrestling can correct me, but the tag team titles, the weight limits two hundred and twenty pounds. So one must presume that since it's a junior heavyweight tag team title, the junior heavyweight singles title must also be that way, two hundred and five pounds, or two hundred and twenty pounds, excuse me. Which means that if WWE chose to go this way if they chose to go in the direction of a junior heavyweight, middleweight, call it whatever you will title, they could bump up the weight class, possibly making it more interesting. So let's say those 33 names don't do it for you. Fine, let's bump it up five pounds. Let's bump it up to 210. Based on the WWE roster right now, here's who gets added to this division If we bump up to 210. Primo Cologne. Not going to set the world on fire. How about Adam Cole? Would that help? How about NXT champion Andrade Cien Almas? How about, and again, you're going to say DC. (laughs) Calm down, buddy. How about Daniel Bryan? At 210 pounds. Now, is Daniel Bryan going to wrestle again? We don't know. But would it potentially be easier for him if he didn't have to wrestle people 100 to 200 pounds heavier than he was? I suppose 200 is a little much. I don't know how many 400-pound wrestlers they have. 50 to 100 pounds more than he was? Probably. Here's an idea. Let's take the current main event of NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, Almas versus Gargano, and let's make it for the new junior heavyweight title. And then NXT can have a tournament to crown a new champion. Again, spitballing. But again, that's only now 37 people. And maybe this is a division, maybe it's not. We don't want to, you know, I I, I don't want to, pigeonhole people. The idea that Finn Balor could win the junior heavyweight title doesn't mean he couldn't wrestle for the universal title or he couldn't wrestle heavyweights. I don't want to do that. I don't want to say you are in this box and you are in this box because that's what's currently happening. Cedric Alexander, this whole thing with gold dust is weird, wild stuff because we rarely, if ever, see a heavyweight there. I'd like to point out that Goldust is currently listed, I think, at 232 pounds. Like, we're going to get there on my list. Speaking of which, have you listened to The List, the podcast Doc Manson and I do on the NAI Wrestling Network? I highly recommend it. I have a great time. It's a walk down memory lane. It's a discussion. You can chime in. You can see The List. We link to it every week. You can look at The List and tell us whether or not you agree or disagree. Every Tuesday on the NAI Wrestling Network, or most Tuesdays, sometimes we get busy. Uh, But please, check out the list, in addition to your weekly DDT Wrestling. Now, back to the show. So 210 pounds might not do it for you, so let's go to 220. Let's bump up 10 pounds. Who are we going to add now, with 10 extra pounds to work with? We're going to add Aiden English and Heath Slater and Mike Kanellis, and our truth and Tyler Breeze, and Victor of the Ascension, and Fabian Eichner, and Shane Thorne, who's the, as I call him, the Jeff Hardy of TM61. Oh, I forgot some names. We're going to add Elias, and Carl Anderson, and Kofi Kingston, and Dolph Ziggler. Oh, I forgot some names. We're going to add Sami Zayn. We're going to add Aleister Black. We're going to add Seth Rollins. And we're going to add AJ Styles. So now I'm imagining a division where Styles and Balor and Dunn and Rollins and Alistair Black and Red Dragon and Adam Cole and Andrade Amos and maybe Daniel Bryan and maybe, though I doubt this, I think WWE is being complimentary, but apparently Kurt Angle is at 220 pounds. I don't know about that. But hey, sure, why not? Let's add Kurt Angle, too. AJ Styles, Kurt Angle, Adam Cole, and Chad Gable are going to have a fatal four way match for the junior heavyweight title. Red Dragon's going to be able to wrestle this random team of Dolph Ziggler and Mike Kanellis just for fun. Alistair Black could go into a huge feud with Finn Balor. Just saying. The problem that a lot of people have is that there's so much talent, and I know people are saying, we don't need more titles. Nay, nay. I think we do. There are, let's see, what is... What does New Japan have? New Japan, which doesn't have a weekly show. New Japan has heavyweight, heavyweight tag. Junior heavyweight, junior heavyweight tag. Intercontinental. Uh, The never openweight title. And I think there's a six-man belt in there, too. For a show that doesn't appear every week. That doesn't have five hours. Not counting 205 Live. Not counting NXT. How can you tell me we don't have enough? We couldn't have more titles. Heavyweight, heavyweight tag. Junior, heavyweight, junior, heavyweight tag. Intercontinental. That's five. Maybe you get rid of the U.S. title. You've still got your women's titles. By the way, that should be one belt, too. One belt, one tag belts. You can make it work. Why can't that happen? Why couldn't you have this? There's so much talent, and some of these guys just aren't going to make it in the heavyweight ranks. Some of these guys are too big, and I know Brock Lesnar's on his way out probably, but still. Not all these guys are going to get their fair shake, but suddenly you put a junior heavyweight title there? Who knows what could happen? Let's go to 225. Now I'm just going crazy because, again, 220 is where New Japan is. That's a huge roster right there, but just for fun, come with me on a journey of the mind. 225, Kurt Hawkins, Ty Dillinger, Zach Ryder, The Miz, Dean Ambrose, Jeff Hardy, and the real reason I'm doing this, The Revival. Now, all of a sudden, enter into the conversation if you go at 225. Now Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins and AJ Styles and Finn Balor and Alistair Black and Adam Cole and Sami Zayn. They're all there. Let's go to 230. Let's go crazy. Let's go hullabaloo nuts. Curtis Axel. The other cologne. One of the Usos. Apparently one of the Usos is 20 pounds heavier than the other one. I knew it wasn't just me. Buddy Murphy. The other half of TM61, the Velveteen Dream, Shinsuke Nakamura, Chris Jericho. Now, really what this should tell me, really what the data should tell me here is that most of the roster, when you factor in all of it, when you factor in 205 Live, when you factor in NXT, most of the roster is lighter than 230 pounds. This is probably more than half of the guys currently going. So maybe I'm really what I'm saying is that the future are these lighter guys. You've got Owens. You've got Rusev. You've got Stroman. You've got Wyatt. You've got big guys. You've got Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, War Machine. Did I mention Ricochet? I probably did. He's a 205. But again... Chris Jericho, you've won every title, pretty much, that you can qualify for in WWE. Oh, but by the way, we're creating a junior heavyweight title, and we need someone. We're going to set the weight limit at 225-230. We need someone, a legend, to really kick us off. Uh, We want to make Chris Jericho versus Finn Balor at WrestleMania the first time the junior heavyweight title is ever defended. Interested? What do you think he's going to say? Shinsuke, you're going to wrestle Seth Rollins and Tommaso Ciampa in a triple threat match. And then we're going to have the Revival versus Red Dragon versus TM61, just for fun. Again, this is my dream. My dream is that you could have a junior heavyweight division that matters. And it's not just that the roster makes sense. WWE's gonna want it. Do I think WWE wants it? It's hard to say what WWE wants. WWE wants to make money. So could this division make money? Well, the talent's certainly there. These are people that guys are gonna pay to see. Yeah, John Cena and Roman Reigns aren't on this roster. But there's a lot of people that are, and I think if you give them a chance, you know, Fandango technically weighs 244 pounds, but he could be the whole Trent Beretta thing, and they could, you know, just claim he's a cruiserweight. Now Breezango's wrestling the revival for the junior heavyweight tag team titles. <laughs> yeah, crazy pants. I'm a crazy pants man. So this is my dream. What would I do? If this was my company, well, we'd be out of business by now because I'm not a businessman. But I think you give it a shot. At this point, you can't lose. At this point, you can't lose. The cruiserweight division is, is on borrowed time right now. If I had to predict right now, if nothing changes, I don't think it makes the end of this year. Maybe they get it to WrestleMania or maybe they just let it go. And these some of these talents make it and a lot of them are just going to wind up back on the indies is there a place for Mustafa Ali in WWE is he going to contend for a, a real title without a junior heavyweight division if they get rid of the cruiserweights I like him a lot but no Jack Gallagher peaked with the Royal Rumble and the umbrella is he going to get a real shot No. And it's not just the 205 Live. Elias might be a world champion someday. He might be. Sami Zayn might be a world champion someday. He might be. Aleister Black might be a world champion someday. He might be. But that's a long road. That's a big hill to climb. To get to that place, even with two titles. Even with two titles. That's a big mountain, big hill. Big landform that with a peak. Or not a peak, a rolling top. This makes it a little easier, I think. At least it narrows down the playing field a little bit. Maybe Alistair Black does eventually wrestle Bray Wyatt for a heavyweight title, which would be wonderful, but he could be a junior heavyweight champion easy. This is what I'd like to see. I invite you, neighborhood, at the DC Matthews or DDT Wrestling at Gmail dot com. Tell me what you think. And don't just say this will never work. WWE won't let it happen. I know that. I know it won't let it happen, but Would you like to see it? Or how do you fix the cruiserweights? Because somebody's got to. How do you do it? What do you think? Where should the line be? Is Jericho and Shinsuke, are they a bridge too far? Ambrose and Jeff Hardy in the Revival, are they a bridge too far? Maybe they don't have a tag title at all. How do you do it? Because the talent's there. This paper's almost full. How do you do it? How do you solve a problem like the cruiserweights? How do you take a division and build it up? To paraphrase, the sound of music. And when I quote show tunes, you know, it's time for me to go. I'm D.C. Matthews at The D.C. Matthews, and I'm just trying to go by the book to save the cruiserweights. We'll see you around the neighborhood.